Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Have you considered what your competitive advantage is in your life and business? So one of my competitive advantages definitely has to be my level of emotional intelligence that I have developed in both my personal life and my business life. So your emotional intelligence is your ability to understand and manage your own emotions and also understand and manage the emotions of people around you. Now, this seems pretty basic and not like a competitive advantage, but it certainly is. So as we know, we are emotional beings. We act from our emotions and not from logic. And we make a decision based on our emotions and then we use our logic to justify the decision. That's usually the way that we do things. Now, the concept of emotional intelligence didn't get popular until like maybe like the 2000s. And it was not widely accepted though. It was in the literature. People were talking about it. It was starting to get a bit of buzz. There was discussion definitely in the research world. But now in 2023, everyone is talking about it. Everyone from high performers and leaders from every single industry say that emotional intelligence is a critical aspect of success. And what I find super cool is that even masculine thought leaders and high performers are saying that it is the number one thing that they are looking for in a wife. Okay, so this is crazy because we've been knowing for a while now that women have wanted emotionally intelligent men. We know that it's actually one of the indicators to a healthy relationship is if the husband has some level of emotional intelligence, you know, the woman wants to feel connected. But so do men. Men want to know that they have a woman that they can rely on. And we can only access our wisdom, that intuition that women are known for, when we are in control of our emotions. You know what? Men, as strong as they are, they want to know that they can go to the feminine in their life for guidance, but they're not going to trust her if she's an emotional wreck. They want to have peace in their life, especially successful men who are out there doing things in the world. They are going to encounter a lot of conflict. That is just the nature of business. That's just nature of, that's just the nature of the world. They want to know that they can come home to someone who is the peace in their life. Now I want to make a like disclaimer here. This doesn't mean that you don't get to share when you have a bad day. It doesn't mean that you have to suppress your emotions because you need to be his peace when he walks in the door. No, but it is about not bringing unnecessary drama, being able to very efficiently and effectively navigate your own emotions so that you're not causing unnecessary drama in his life. When I think about my relationship with Dan, I was definitely his peace. He could feel that. Even his mom could feel that the first time we met. She was like, 
I felt there was like a level of peace with you. Like it was very calm. Now, peace is very different to being non-emotive because peaceful means you've navigated through and you're fully grounded and you're powerful. I remember Dan told me a story how he was like, I don't know, dating girls in in Bali because before we were together, he was living in Bali. He was like living his best bachelor life in Bali. And obviously he was seeing girls and he was just kind of getting clear about what he wanted to attract in his life. And he got to a point where, you know, regardless of how beautiful the girl was and how fun she was, et cetera, like if she was going to cause drama, he was going to be exiting. And he felt like he was tested in one situation where this girl brought unnecessary drama and he kindly asked her to leave. And he knew that that was his like step forward or being guided in the right direction to him calling in the right relationship for him. Here's the thing. Guys are going to want to sleep with the most beautiful girl. That's fine. But do you want a guy to want to sleep with you or do you want to be the wife? It's very different energy. It's very different energy. And so from your personal life perspective, emotional intelligence is the number one thing that is going to help you be an exceptional wife and an exceptional mother. Now, I am much better at it in my relationship with Dan than I am with my children because children will trigger you in a whole different way. And anybody that says any different, liars. (laughs) I'm going to call them out now. They are liars because one of my mentors is probably one of the best teachers in the world in this space. And I interviewed her for my podcast and she was talking about how, you know, she loses her stuff. You know, I just listened to a podcast earlier today with Dean Graziosi where he talked about how he lost it on um, his teenage daughter and this something came out of him that he didn't even know it was still in there. And this is what children do. They give us an opportunity to heal our stuff, but they also bring up a lot of stuff for us to heal, right? And so I am much better in my relationship with Dan. I'm a lot more patient. I'm a lot more grounded because he doesn't trigger me as much as my children. However, if I hadn't built the level of emotional intelligence that I have, I would not be the mother that I am today. I wouldn't be able to see my children for who they truly are. I would try to be shaping them from an ego place. You know, I do my best to pull back and not put a lot of pressure on on Aaliyah's academics because, you know, that's what what my measure of success is, right? I'm trying not to to do that on her. I'm trying to witness her for the beautiful being that she is and allow her to feel good in herself and feel confident in herself and not feel like she needs to perform for me. Because right now I am the number one influence in her life. I know before the age of 10, like our children are obsessed with us. We're the coolest people. We are their number one peer. After the age of 10, that all starts to change where we're not their favorite person anymore. And they start going to their peers for input and no longer us. So during the time that I have the most impact on my children, I want to be that peace. I want to be that safe space. I want to be that unconditional love. And do I do it all the time? No, I fail more times than I'd like to admit, but I do. And I want to be very honest about that with you. However, if I hadn't built my emotional intelligence, I would be operating from an ego perspective and wanting to shape my children into good little humans. And my desire is not to shape my children into good humans. My desire is to allow my children to grow into the humans that they came here to be and to be that safe space for them. 
So that's how emotional intelligence can be a competitive advantage in your personal life. And I mean, like I said in the opening, we have leaders from every industry saying that. I would say it's in the top five skills of in any industry to be successful. So the reason it's a competitive advantage, though, is because not only is it the top or one of the top skills, but only 36% of the world is emotionally intelligent. And somewhere, I think around the 40, 45%, somewhere around there, organizations actually train in emotional intelligence. So what does that mean to you? That means there's a gap in there for you to be proactive about your learning and leaning into emotional intelligence so you can be part of that 36%. Because a lot of people don't have a growth mindset and they don't go into their life thinking like, okay, what else can I, what skill set can I build? They go to their jobs and they're like, well, if they want me to learn something, they're going to train me on it. But this is what separates the high performers from the average performers. This is what separates the people from get, who get the promotions who don't, who become the leaders and the ones who don't, is the ones that are proactive in their own personal development. Where can you invest in your competitive advantage? Emotional intelligence, by far, even now, even today in 2023, you will be one of the, I would consider the early adopters because right now it's only the leaders that are talking about the importance of emotional intelligence. It hasn't gone down the whole food chain, let's say, to everyone believing it yet. So if you take this opportunity now to lean in and learn this skill, you will be ahead of the curve. You will have better relationship with your husband. You will have a better relationship with your kids. Guess what? You'll know how to parent them now so you can be their friends when they're older. You will have a better relationship with your teammates. You will have a better relationship with your colleagues. You will have a better relationship with your staff. And the end result of that is obviously a happier life and more of that stuff that everybody wants because we do come here to play in this physical world is more of the financial success too. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright. <laughs>